0: Good morning. Good morning. Welcome to the morning report. The morning report is a production of fightbackmedia.com 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 and fightbackmedia.tv.com. My name is Willie Lawson. Uh, this is the morning report for Friday, April Fool's Day. <laughs> okay, so I'm not doing it on April Fool's Day. That's part of the joke. Get it? Get it? Anyway, uh, we appreciate you being here. Thank you ever so much. This is Friday friends. Friday Frenzy. Frenzy. Friday, Friday, Wednesday, so many different things. There's too many to write down in the show notes. So you're just going to have to listen and hold on for dear life. But before we do that, we'll take a short break. And uh, we'll be back right after these messages. If I can find the, the mouse. There it is. You know, with everything going on in the world today, it's hard to know what's going on. But what we do know is that energy prices are soaring through the roof. The cost of light. Cool and heat our homes is rising, and more than ever, we are going to need an alternative. Consider solar. I know it's not for everyone, but you should find out first. Give my friend Richard Gonzalez a call before you decide. Get a no cost, no obligation, just information consultation at 813. 813- 5806439, or email him at nomadicSolar at protonmail.com. 813580-6439 or nomadic Solar at protonmail.com Whether you're seeking your next adventure or simply want to reinvent the weekend getaway. ICON makes flying more exciting and more accessible than ever before. Prepare to redefine everything you thought you knew about aviation. Whether flying is something you already do or something you've always dreamt of doing, but thought was out of reach, ICON's flight training courses are intended to show you how to get the most from the A5 in this unique operating environment. If you are interested in more information, please send me an email at icona5info at gmail.com. That's icona5info at gmail.com. Blooming Days Flower Shop is the premier florist in Tampa, offering flower delivery from Brandon to Lutz. Originally opened in 1986, Blooming Days Flower Shop has grown to be the florist in Tampa that customers trust most. Our family-owned local flower shop produces flower arrangements with superior design. And we're best known for our same-day flower delivery as well as the selection of special bouquets we've been crafting with love for 30 years. Our main flower shop is in Tampa located at 11618 North Florida Avenue. Our secondary flower shop is in Newport Ritchie at 6835 State Road 54. If you want flower delivery in Tampa, give us a call at 813-933-1942 or 800-330-3297. Alright, welcome back. Welcome back to The Morning Report. Again, my name is Willie Lawson. The Morning Report is a production of FightbackMedia.com, 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 and FightbackMediaTV.com. Let's get, let's get, let's get it started. Uh. Jen Socket. You know what? And, and there's been lots made about this, but you know, any more press secretaries don't hang out for a long time. Uh, especially Democrat press secretaries because... It's a tough job because you have to stand in front of a group of people and basically lie to them every day. You, you have to just stand in front of a bunch of people and lie to lie to them every day. Uh, you have to, you have to, you have to get, try to gaslight them, and it's just it's, 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 it's a tough gig. And, press, and President Biden's uh, press, excuse me, uh, White House press secretary Jen Saki, circle back Psaki, uh, report will reportedly leave the administration later this spring to join MSNBC. <laughs> you know, uh, according to the Axios scoop published Friday morning, this morning, sources told Axios that, that Saki is in exclusive talk with MSNBC and they are nearly final to jump to the network that trails Fox News and CNN in ratings after she leaves the Biden administration ahead of the midterms. Now, I don't know. Seems weird timing to me, but... Press secretaries last about two years or, or a year even in, in, anymore. Hardly anybody stays in that job for the entire term of the president, um, so it, it's a tough gig. It, it is a tough gig. You have to, you know, you have to be like, like a cat covering up, you know, what all the time. Axios re- uh, reported that Saki already quote told some senior officials at the White House about her departure and her plans to join MSNBC, but somewhat awkwardly. She has not yet formally told the White House uh, press team about her departure. Well, you know now. Uh, apparently, Saki talks with a t- uh, talk with MSNBC involved her landing a hosting gig, not on the network, but on his pa- but on his parent company streaming platform Peacock. That decision doesn't make good sense given Saki's access and knowledge of what's going on in the White House right now, Com- compared to say um, Nicole Wallace, whose last. Stint at the White House ended in 2006. Saki will, however, uh, be following in the footstep of Eskamala uh, Harris um, Spock Simone Sanders, uh, who previously landed a streaming show on Peacock after exiting the Beeps office. Hmm. Ironically, Saki panned cable news in an interview on February. She said that cable news is dying, right? The ratings are it. The ratings for it are, 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 are dwindling, right? And she can't wait to go do it. Because they're probably going to pay her an ass load of money. You know that, right? And, and she just can't keep doing what she's doing. Stop making enough money. My guess is that there's the show coming. There's a book coming. Um, yeah, and she'll get to talk. She'll get to travel and do speeches and make $25,000, you know, a speech, and, and and Jen Psaki is just going to be young enough to cash in on all this money. You can look at her, and she's, she's been running the country. I can almost guarantee Jen Psaki's been running the country. Uh, so she's headed out. Can't wait to see who, who's going to replace her. Um, there's a medical student at Wake Forest. This, you know... This story sort of gets to me because, you know, being an older fellow, you're always, you know, they're, they're always saying you can't, if, I, I'll get to a point where they will not make an appointment with me at my doctor's office until I've had my blood test, till I've had my blood work done. Because some of the appointments are just to go over blood work. um, De, um Del Rosario, a fourth year medical student. At Wake Forest School of Medicine. Posted on her Twitter account. I don't care how smart you are. I don't care how much any credentials you have. Because this person can't be a complete and total moron. It's a fourth year medical student. Right? Not everybody makes it um, into year four. She posted on her Twitter. That she pricked a man who was having a blood draw twice when she missed the vein after he mocked a button she wore <coughs> excuse me that listed her pronouns here's a tweet i had a patient i was doing a blood draw on to see my my, my pronoun pin and laughed loudly to the staff she her well, of course it is. What other pronouns are, I mean, even are there? It? I missed the vein, so we had to get stuck twice. Hmm. Yeah. You know, that sort of, that sort of attitude, that sort of um, entitlement, that sort of um, I can do whatever I want and you, and you can't say anything about it. Uh, You can't do a damn thing about it, Uh, and and to think that it would be perfectly okay to put a needle in his arm, not once but twice, because he pissed you off, because you got your feelings hurt, is completely beyond the pale. The the response from the Wake Forest School of Medicine was, "Um, thank you for bringing this to our attention. This student's... Tweet does not reflect how Wake Forest University of Medicine treats patients and provides patient care. We are taking measures um, to address this with the student. There you go. Um, the spokesman added, while federal law does not pr- permit the school to provide specific information about the situation, so they're taking into effect the HIPAA laws. We can't talk about that because that was a patient and that, was, and that would be go against the HIPAA law. That's what they're saying. So they can't talk about the the incident. Um, So Wake Forest Health has said the student is not involved in patient care right now. Okay. Apparently, um, this student has been suspended. Um. First, that that this is horrifying. Second, this woman has ruined her career. And so, now, see, this is the crazy part. She felt so entitled to this insanity that she was willing to piss away all this medical school. Four years, uh, I mean, four years of her bachelor's degree. And then the whole idea of getting into medical school, being a fourth year student in medical school, getting ready to get out. And you know, intern, do a residency, all that kind of stuff, just piss it away over nothing, foolishness. That's that's the most inc- insane thing to me. The internet is forever. What hospitals? What what hospital will ever hire this walking lawsuit, especially over something so small as the mocking of your pronoun pen? Patients can be difficult. You need to be a medical doctor. You don't need to be a medical doctor to know that. And mocking of her button to set her off to do this. This is bullshit. You have got to be kidding me, right? Wake Forest has announced they have put her on leave. But um, let's see from the lips of TikTok. Uh, breaking way for a student who was boasted about abusing a patient for laughing at a pronoun pen has been placed on leave. There you go. Uh, The school claims all of our procedures were followed. The school does nothing to address the students boasting about harming a patient. No. No, they're not going to because they're going to hide behind HIPAA laws then. There you go. These people are unhinged. And can't operate normal. I mean, somebody would do something that is freaking unhinged. There's something terribly wrong about them. Not only, Not only would you do it, and then you would jump on Twitter and tell everybody that you did it. What the hell is wrong with you? Seriously. What the hell is wrong with you? Maybe you're Maxine Waters. I don't know if you saw that this week, but but a, a chaotic scene uh, unfolded in South LA last week when Representative Maxine Waters showed up to an event aimed at providing emergency resources to homeless um, Los Angeles people, Angelinos in her district. A uh, uh, an event where who's turned out was expected to something to be different than what played out. According to L.A. Times, while Waters requested that the Los Angeles Homeless Service Authority show up in the community to provide assistance to her homeless constituents, um, an unofficial social media post erroneously promised that those who showed up would get a rare voucher for permanent subsidized housing. So these people who are homeless, it, it was a mistake, thought that they were going to get vouchers to be housed because they don't want... Okay, the first thing you do with people who are homeless is, the first thing that you offer people who are homeless is a way not to be freaking homeless. As a a result of mixed messages, homeless people lined up uh, on a corner and heated argument broke out amongst the hundreds of people who turned out for assistance. Despite their efforts, the LA Homeless Services Authority workers were unable to meet uh, more than a small fraction of the need uh, and left... (laughs) While throngs of people were still waiting for help. In the midst of all that, Maxine Waters sought to gain control of the situation and demanded that a crowd of mostly homeless people go home. (laughs) (laughs) This is terrible. This is funny. It's terrible. This is terrible. You imagine People are raising hell, and she says, go home. <laughs> it's delicious. It is absolutely freaking outrageously, amazingly, incredibly freaking delicious. It, 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 it's like this woman, I don't know.
1: Did they move another location? another no, no, location no. where they're taking F. No, Is there no, any no. more locations no, no, than this one?
0: There might have been just went so went many people you. out here. One okay, right,
1: minute. Start. Start. I, I, want, I want everybody to go home. You? And I want. Home. Oh, okay. yeah. That's why we're here. Miss Latina Miss Waters, yeah. where home. we going to yeah. go to? Just a moment. Just a moment. Just a moment. Just a moment. Nothing, is, else, yes, Nothing is going to happen today. Nothing is going to happen anymore today. So what we going to. Well, that's what got we. Give the Can you the house. Give the house. Give the house. Give the house. Give the I will be downtown. With the house. the house. the that's why they came out here today. I made them come out here. Oh, and mm-hmm. I'm right. going to go. And you need and to go, know why they, they're
0: failing. Because Blanca Jimenez repeated, we gave her several meeting requests for you concerning this in Lhasa for years. Well, and me. There's here. nobody in Washington who works
1: for their people in a harder than I do. I believe you. I don't you. want to hear that. I believe you. No, 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 Work with me! No, no, no! no, no, no. no, no, no. Work with no, no, me no. so we can house people. That's no, what I do. I do every day. What you do, do money, every day? I'm running The money that you got in in Washington D.C. Okay. Okay. I will tell you we won't make our no you,
0: <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> Completely unhinged. <coughs> Completely unhinged. Now, here's my take on all of it. My take on all of it is like if those people in those in those districts who see this happening right in front right in front of their eyes, you know, when Maxine Waters swears and says she nobody works harder uh for for people for the consensual in, in, in DC you know, in D.C., you know, harder than I do. Are you serious? Then why these? this woman who, who you heard the first time, is like when Maxine Waters says go home, that we ain't got, I ain't got no home. We're out here living on the street. <laughs> and they continue to support, and and the activists continue to support this woman they continue to vote for her they continue to send her back to washington dc they uh, then and, and it's like they won't even consider anybody else i'm not saying that they need to consider some ronald reagan republican i'm not saying that you know I, i'm i'm saying they, they don't even consider other democrats are you serious you kind of deserve the government that you that you asked for and so these people supported Joe Biden, these people support Maxine Waters, these people support Nancy Pelosi. And this is and this is where they live and how they live. And it's not getting easier, it's getting worse. And when they and, and when these people are are, are approached or confronted face to face, this is the treatment that they get. They get yelled at by the by the person who is supposed to be serving them. They get scolded and yelled at by the person who's supposed to be serving them. And then they say thank you. Thank you, sir. May I have another? Thank you, ma'am. May I have another? <sharp inhale> thank you, ma'am. May I have another? You know, this, this is the bullcrap nonsense that's going on. I just can't. I'm sorry. I'll let you abuse me for a while and then it's going to stop. You you won't get to abuse me forever. You won't get to lie to me forever. You won't get to use me forever. This is what Disney's found out. The Walt Disney Corporation got a rude awakening after both uh, Florida Governor Ron DeSantis and the state legislature publicly floated the idea of repealing... Uh, um. Excuse me. The Disney Company got a rude awakening after both uh, Florida, uh, Florida Governor Ron DeSantis and the state legislature publicly floated the idea of repealing the state law that allowed a company to govern, them, govern itself on Disney grounds. In response to their opposition to the misleading statement about the new parental rights law. DeSantis said during a press conference Thursday, he does not consider it to be retaliating against Disney, but rather, I would just rather be a matter of first principle. I don't support special privileges in law just because the company is powerful and they've been able to wield a lot of power. And Disney has. State Representative... um, Spencer Roach tweeted that there have always been already been two meetings with other legislators to discuss repealing the Reedy Creek Improvement Act. Yesterday was the second meeting in the week uh, with fellow legislators to discuss the repeal of, of the 1967 Reedy Creek Improvement Act, which allows Disney to act as its own government. If Disney wants to embrace woke ideology, it seems fitting that they should be regulated by Orange County. They get to do whatever they want. They are a little, they are fiefdom. They get to do whatever they want. Disney put out a statement after DeSantis signed the parental rights and education bill into law referring to it as the debunked Don't Say Gay Talking point as, uh, and saying they will support efforts that have it repealed and overturned. The new law prohibits school educators from talking, teaching sexual orientation and gender ideology with third graders and, and below. And this is what they decided. This is a hill. This is the hill that Disney has decided to die on. Listen, don't talk to my seven year old about. About sexual orientation in school, please don't do that. This is where they this is where they've chosen the hill they've chosen to die on. Listen, I'm not telling you what to do because I can't. I don't believe in boycotts. I don't believe, I don't believe they work. And I have some friends who are Disneyites Disney fanatics. This is going to be a painful thing. You might need to reconsider your association with such a people all I'm saying on to the next one you know there were some and when we talk about educators especially uh, some of these educators I don't know where I don't know who they think they are or where they or or, or whose children they, they think they're educating but they're out of control this is simply out of control you know listen this isn't about LGBT folks I don't care about them. I don't care about them. It's 2022 if you're part of that if you're part of that group, whatever. It's no longer shocking detail or a star taboo. Younger conservatives don't care either. The shock value is gone. This is about ending the grooming bit in our schools and brainwashing that goes along with it. A school nurse was suspended for revealing the that, that the school was secretly giving kids puberty blockers. And helping kids transition behind their parents' back. This is from the Daily, from the Daily Mail. Uh, Connecticut school nurse suspended over transphobic Facebook post revealing student eleven was on puberty blockers, and twelve others were in, quote, non-binary, and that teachers were helping them keep it keep it a secret. Somebody outed them. No one knows if, if that they're pansexual or transgender or gender fluid in their preteens. This is not. This is ridiculous. This is science fiction is bullcrap. Those who are being subjected to child abuse, they're being buttered up for something that I won't go into here. But you can Google it. Uh, you, can, you can Google for your own research purposes. Teachers are targeting children ten years of age and younger to start trans clubs. Okay, I get it. Kids are probably a little hipper. At 10, then I was at 10 and I was in the fifth grade, probably a little more hip, probably a little bit more aware of crap. And I think it's, a, I think it's to their detriment, but probably were, they probably are now, but nobody, but a a fifth grader doesn't know they're gay or pansexual for sure, because nobody even knows what that damn pansexual is, Right? They're not pansexual and pescatarian at, 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 at 10 years old. They're not. They're not gay. They're not lesbian. I may damn sure I ain't transgender. Let's just be real. There is a reason why these teachers are participating in this, in, in, in this BS, in this child abuse. Some of them are grooming these children for these woke causes. If there's something you are at 10, it's stupid, confused, easily led. Is there any reason that there there needs to be a trans club in elementary school? Is there? Mm -hmm. You can't think of one either, can you? Your relationship with public schools. I know this is hard, and I've mentioned this before. This is tough because this, flip, this flips families inside out from a social viewpoint and a financial one. You need to reevaluate your position and your participation in certain public school districts. Don't you? This is not going away. It's not going away. This is going to be. Um, a never-ending battle, and do you want your kids being the collateral damage? I ain't telling you to to boycott anything because I don't I don't think boycotts work, and you would you wouldn't do it just because I said so. I wouldn't want you to do something like that just because I said so. But what I what I would hope that you would do was you, that you would reevaluate your your family's involvement, letting your children be involved in these environments. Like letting them go into a mud pit every day. And hoping they wouldn't come home dirty. All right, we'll take a little break. We'll be back with more of the program right after these messages. Whether you're seeking your next adventure or simply want to reinvent the weekend getaway, ICON makes flying more exciting and more accessible than ever before. Prepare to redefine everything you thought you knew about aviation. Whether flying is something you already do or something you've always dreamt of doing but thought was out of reach, Icon flight training courses are intended to show you how to get the most from the A5 in this unique operating environment. If you are interested in more information, please send me an email at icona5info at gmail.com. That's icona5info at gmail.com. Blooming Days Flower Shop is the premier florist in Tampa offering flower delivery from Brandon to Lutz. Originally opened in 1986, Blooming Day's Flower Shop has grown to be the florist in Tampa that customers trust most. Our family-owned local flower shop produces flower arrangements with superior design. And we're best known for our same-day flower delivery as well as the selection of special bouquets we've been crafting with love for 30 years. Our main flower shop is in Tampa, located at 11618 North Florida Avenue. Our secondary flower shop is in Newport Ritchie at 6835 State Road 54. If you want flower delivery in Tampa, give us a call at 813-933-1942 or 800-330-3297. All right, again, welcome back. We appreciate you guys being here and um, on the morning report. Uh, we had to do a, so a recalibration of numbers, so sort of like the CDC, and um, the um, five hundredth episode we thought was going to be today on the first of, of of April, but it looks like it's going to be later. This is actually um, show four eighty one. We have like 19 more shows to do before we get to the 500th episode. We've included a lot of, um, we erroneously included a lot of the speakeasy programs that air, you know that air on the e- in the evening. So we don't, we're trying not to include those. Uh, we appreciate again, appreciate you um, hanging in there with us. But that gives you a lot, a little extra time to go to the website fightbackmedia.com and go click on the more tab and pull down the contact tab and give us your name and email address so you can be part of the family uh will that show will be a call-in show and the only way that you get the call-in number is to get on the email list i'm not going to be announcing it to anybody i'm not it's not going to be written down anywhere this is for family and family only for family and family only so um Go ahead and do that. Go ahead and join the family by joining the email list. We appreciate it. Now, am I going to send emails to you? Yes. Will you think it's too many? Of course you will. Uh, is there anything that, that that I will do about it? Not at all. So make sure that you get you know, that you get on the email list anyway. Uh, you don't always have to answer every. You don't have. To, you don't always have to open every email that you see from me. You don't always. You don't always have to answer every email you see from me. Um, but I'm but know that I'm going to send them to you anyway because I want you to know that we're still out here and we're still and we're still out here pitching. So I we think that that's important. We think that that's important enough. All right, from the um, the stack of well, duh, uh, we have a, a, a CDC, uh, U.S. Centers for Disease Control and Prevention study that was released this week that shows how teens' mental health has been impacted. By the, the coronavirus <clears throat> pandemic, in the findings, more than forty percent of teens said how they felt: "quote sad" or "quote hopeless," almost every day for two or more weeks in a row. The survey, released Thursday, surveyed 7,700 7, high school students. Almost one third, or thirty-one percent, of respondents said their mental health was "quote most of the most of the time" or "quote always." Not good during the pandemic. Two-thirds, 66% of respondents said they strongly agree or agree that student doing their schoolwork was more difficult during COVID-19 than it was before a starter. Of course it was. Well, okay. Media, politicians, celebrities, social media did nothing every day but push the narrative of death mayhem and destruction like this was the worst thing ever Now we take these this group of kids that are easily the most pampered and entitled group of people ever produced especially in this country ever released on the planet and we basically tell them there's no hope. We basically tell them that everyone will get this. And if you are anywhere near um, your grandparents and you happen to have this Rona, you'll kill your grandparents. This, this, this thing is so terrible and so bad, you can't be around your friends. You can't, you shouldn't even leave the house. Stay home, save lives. This is so dangerous. This is so horrible. You shouldn't forget go to work. Should your parents shouldn't go to work. Your pa- you you shouldn't leave the house because this is so deadly. What do you think that's going to spark? People are going to be despondent when you're dealing with a with a whole class of people, a whole class of human beings that you know they're not quite quite frankly, teenagers aren't stable. People, I don't, think, I don't think I'm speaking out of pocket when I say teenagers aren't stable. Anybody else have ever, ever had a teenager or been around a teenager, seen a teenager in a movie? I mean, anything? You would think that, of course, of are course not stable. Of course, that's, that's, part of, that's part of the the thing, the teenage thing. But to tell them that life is so dangerous now, you can't go outside. You can't be with your friends. You definitely can't go to school. You can't sit in a classroom with your friends. And if you, and and as things were improving, if you didn't wear a mask, you were a bad person. You were a bad person. So you ha- also have this class of individuals that have self esteem problems to start with, and um, are freaking about freaking out about every bit of their imp- of their appearance. But well, they got to wear something over their face to keep people from looking at their face, and they wouldn't glom onto it. Are you kidding me? And then you and then you push this, this doomsday scenario into their head, 24-7, 365, and so of course their their mental health was affected to the negative. Twenty-eight percent of respondents said that their parents or another adult in their lives lost their job during the pandemic. Almost 28% of the resp- of respondents were, quote, never or rarely able to spend time with family, friends, or other groups during the COVID-19 pandemic. 23% said they were they, they went hungry because there was not enough food in their home during the pandemic. Um, this, this data echoes a cry for help, said the CDC Acting Principal Deputy Director Deborah um, Howery in a press release. The COVID-19 pandemic has created traumatic stressors that have the potential to further erode student's mental well-being. Well, duh. Uh, our research shows that surrounding youth with the proper support can reverse these trends and help our students now in the future. In addition, the C- CDC wrote that school um, connectedness is imperative to helping teens improve their mental health coming out of the pandemic. In the face of adversity, uh, support from schools, families, and community projects, adolescents, potentially devastating consequences, CDC director of National Center of A- for HIV, viral, uh, viral hepatitis, S C D and TB prevention, Johnny, um, excuse me, Johnny, Jonathan Merman, this, these data will tell us what works. So what will take us, what will it take for our schools and communities to help withstand the challenge of COVID-19 and beyond? Parents, parent, you're back on deck. You're back at bat parents. You gotta fix these issues in your in, in in your spirit first. You gotta you gotta fix these these issues in your spirit. You've gotta walk. You gotta shake off that fear, that trepidation that was that was drilled into you too. Look at things as they really are. <clears throat> what you thought and felt in the beginning was as as you walked it out was correct. What you can't do is you can't transfer your when you, when you figure out um, the the scam that's pulled that was that was pulled, you can't transfer that anger to your kids, because it was a scam. It, I mean, there's there's any other way to say it. I mean, it was a it was a total scam. Because if you look worldwide, this latest variant, Omicron variant, is we, there are more people more people who've been tested. A positive for for COVID than any other time in the pandemic, and now they're telling us it's not a pandemic. Now they're telling us it's an, it's, it, it's endemic. It's something that's going to be around forever. Hmm, like the flu. And a lot of us said that in the very beginning, didn't we? And we'll, and while we were saying it, I was getting strikes on YouTube. I was getting warnings and strikes on YouTube for pushing medical misinformation. Other people were outright banned, taken off of platform for saying just the very same thing that CDC is saying now. The very same stuff. (laughs) Yeah, a lot of people got woke, but it ain't the kind of woke they want. Speaking of, of getting woke, Sarah Palin is awake now. I don't know who the hell woke Sarah Palin up. I don't know. Over a decade after she served as governor of Alaska until 2009 2009, and was John McCain's running mate in 2008, Sarah Palin announced that she was running for Congress. Sarah Palin announced that she was running for Congress, reentering the national politics after more of a decade hiatus. Here's some of her announcement. Sarah Palin enters... The, uh, the race for an Alaskan House seat. Uh, former Alaskan governor vows to fight against the left socialist big government America last agenda. Uh, <clears throat> Anchorage, Alaska, April 1st, 2020. Maybe it's a maybe it's a joke. Today, former Alaska governor and vice presidential candidate Sarah Palin threw her hat in the ring for a special election for the U.S. House seat in Alaska, formerly held by the late Don Young. After submitting her application, Governor Palin issued the following statement. Today, I'm announcing my candidacy for the U.S. House seat representing Alaska. Public service uh, is a calling, and I would be honored to represent the men and women of Alaska, just just as Representative Young did for 49 years. I realize that I have a very big shoes to fill, and I plan to honor Representative Young's legacy by offering myself up in the name of service to the state he loved and fought for. I don't know how I feel about this. I guess if Alaska if Alaska wants Sarah Palin to be in that seat and they vote for her well good on Alaska. I mean her right now her, her, her life all all the personal stuff is an open book. Everybody know. Everybody knows. Everything else is baked in the cake, so, so to speak. There, there, there aren't any more secrets that we that can come out. There's no October surprise that we know of. She's saying all the right words. Will Trump endorse her? Give. Will she Will she fly all the way from Anchorage to Mar-a-Lago to kiss the ring of the dawn? I don't know. We're gonna see. We'll keep following this story. It's interesting. Weird. I don't know if I'm happy that it's happening. All right. CDC's incoming president Chris Chris Light appears to be okay with the suggestion of slapping a Fox News journalist over questions posed to President Joe Biden about Russia's war in Ukraine. Light, the current producer of the late show with Stephen Colbert. These okay, so this guy who right now is producing a late night show. Late the late show was even Colbert is had to take over at CNN next month, but fa- has failed to nix a portion of Colbert's scripts that include uh, attacks on Fox News reporters and conservative media figures. On Tuesday, Colbert called Fox News White House correspondent Peter Ducey a ridiculous man and suggested that reporters be slapped for questions he asked Biden. Yeah. Let me go ahead and play you that clip. If I can press the right button to see how this works.
1: Yesterday, uh, President Biden held a press conference, and he was asked uh, a ridiculous question by a ridiculous man, Fox News reporter, and that one kid in high school who wears a suit to gym class, Peter (laughs) Ducey. Jimmy, uh, drop the deuce. When you said a chemical weapon... Use by Russia would trigger a response in kind.
0: It will trigger a significant response. What does that mean? I'm not going to tell you. Why would I tell you? You've got to be
1: silly. Remember Yes. Remember how on last night's show I said that slapping is never, ever the answer? I'd like to file a one-time exemption on behalf of the President of the United States. And
0: um,
1: no, no, it's wrong, Lewis. Let him know. Let him it's know. wrong. <laughs> uh, did not stop there. The world wants to know.
0: The world wants to know a lot of things. I'm not telling them what the response would be. Then, then Russia knows the response.
1: All right, I'm going to take two more questions. Uh, Peter De- uh, Ducey, uh, Fox News. I've got, I've got two more questions. First, what are the exact locations of all of America's troops? And can you give me the nuclear launch codes? Just tell me. Is one of them a four? Can I? Can can I buy a vowel, Mr. President? I'd like to solve the puzzle. Uh, another another feather in your map. Speaking of Fox News viewers, former President. Koopa Loompa. (laughs) The January 6th committee is...
0: This is the guy, not this guy that you were talking That's that's Stephen Colbert, who is getting ready to take over Fox, uh, of CNN. So CNN is about to not get better. CNN is about to get worse. Or more the same, which is the same thing, isn't it? Folks, I hope you enjoyed Friday, Frenzy. Uh, let me know by sending us an email at, at fightmikemedia at gmail.com, fightbackmedia at gmail.com. And we got to get out of here. So until we see you again, go out there and learn something, love somebody. And for goodness sakes, y'all take care of yourself. We'll see you when we see you. Bye-bye now.